Welcome back from Zurich to our podcast series, Our Work Lab, the 15-minute break with Amit. Hi, Amit. Nice to have you over. Amit, a global strategy leader at IBM Talent Transformation and myself, uh, Kriti Nanda. Thanks, Kriti. Yeah, you're as a medical doctor um, and great spreading awareness for, for mental health and well-being. Yeah, in our last podcast, we explored the uh, mental health issues, stress, uh, struggling to relax at workplace and today on the lighter note we would like to see the you know what is it that makes well-being at the workplace and the two key aspects uh, there that have been found is productivity and energy so today it will be all about how to be pro productive and uh, how to keep your energy levels high so Sounds exactly what we need. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds exactly what, what, yeah, what we need. Um, so it's interesting. When, when it comes to the productivity level, um, stat, statistics shows that uh, over 50% of employees rate their productivity as average, below average or low. It's actually only 13% um, who would rate their productivity as high. Does that... Um, surprise you because it's alarming but it, there's no surprise there so again if i you know look at it from my experience it's even when you're in the workplace there's so many different things you're connected to uh you're working on something you've got pinged on slack by someone you've got emails coming in you've got personal whatsapp messages coming in because mainly people have all of these devices around them so i think that's one and all of it yes is that and i think yeah. It all comes down to the fact of we're not being, we don't have the ability to be completely present in what we're doing. So even when there is some kind of focus and, and energy towards mm. what we're doing, there's always something else that's going on in our mind, whether mm. it be something our boss has asked us to do, something our colleagues have asked us to do, something we're fearful of in the day when we've got an important meeting coming up, an argument or a discussion we might have had with a partner or, or, or a sibling. Mm. I think all of these things are just, just played out. It's kind of multitasking in our heads in between the like different yeah topics that are going on in different our stories, lives yeah. and stories that we have and that obviously is an energy drainer we'll talk about energy drainers as well what i found interesting is that actually the you know if, if you look what impacts productivity most um in terms of health issues uh then over 60 percent reported tiredness so um 61 to be specific struggle to be productive due to tiredness and around 80% of professionals are experiencing fatigue at work so this kind of uh, you know being fatigued being tired um basically this this kind of of yeah you can say it seems there are some energy drainers which leave our employees uh tired at the But work I think it would be the same thing right so we always talk about or what you generally hear people saying is this is my work life this is my personal life and there is no difference to be totally honest Whatever happens in your personal life, you're taking to work. Whatever happens mm. in your work life, vice versa. Mm. So I think the situation here is that, you know, these things are happening. These are some of the causes. Because whether you're connected to devices at, at work, what applications they are, when you come home, it's the same thing. TV's running, WhatsApp is going, you know, etc. It's that of, of just, you know, um, impressions, messages, communication, whatever you have it. So it's, it's building up some form of, of routine. I guess this would be a good way to to ask you 
as you're spreading, you know, messages around mental health and, and well-being, mm. what are the things that you'd recommend? You know, any kind of person who's, who's listening to us today is, is what is something that I can take into work and what is something that you would give me a recommendation to, to when, I, when I leave work or when I, you know, if you're home working or working remotely or whatever, when I, when I disconnect for the day, what, what, what would you recommend as a routine? I think you mentioned it already, being present is, is important. If we are able to be present and if we feel that we are doing, you know, fully justice to the task which is at hand, um, I feel it's easier then to also, you know, close it, close the chapter once you, you know, you're finished with work, you go home. And being present is obviously not something that we can just switch on and off. I think we all wish. It's very easy to say. It's, yeah. it's easy to say. And I, I just um, said, like ex out of my own experience, I always wished I could be more present, but I, I tried honestly in all ways possible. But for me, we mentioned it in the last podcast, this kind of inner transformation journey, it really helped me to be more, more present. And I'm experiencing it now. It's, it's like a journey. Uh, it's like, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it's like a process that slowly, slowly is getting better and better. Where I'm able to really be fully present in the moment, not all the time, but mm -hmm. uh, it's getting better. And I think this is something where, again, we need to be aware of. We need to give ourselves time. But uh, being present is, is one of the key areas. And uh, from a more practical point of view, just stop multitasking. Yeah. yeah, multitasking, it it does not, we think that if we can multitask, we are super productive and effective. It's not. It's draining uh, for the brain because the brain constantly needs to jump between one task and the other. So the so brain... is doing a lot of things, but not exactly. none of them very well. Exactly. And it's just draining. And now talking about energy drain as well, why are you, your top energy drainers? <sighs> Difficult question. I'm on the spot now. Mm -hmm. Um my top energy drainers again would be i guess one of them would be focusing when i'm there doing a particular task how am i how am i able to focus on that particular task um and i would say that's the that's the thing that i've always tried to do so what i do every day is go through my list or whatever the agenda is for the day to look at what are the things that need my focus and attention what mm. are the things that i can basically give to someone else in my team what is something that doesn't really need to happen mm. so it can be deleted mm. and what is something that i can defer to another day and basically that's the three the four four main kind of pieces that i use for for things throughout my day and what i've done is is through that i realized that i'm more focused i'm able to get things done in a in a shorter period it's it's much better in terms of quality mm. Um, that's one. And the other thing that I started to do is change my environment around. So, um, you know, when I'm doing these things, put myself on, on mute on Slack, um, put my phone away and basically just do that task and just fully connect to myself. Mm, so for the first one, if I understood it correctly, is if you're not able to keep your focus, that is an energy drainer for yourself. Yeah. So being distracted, distraction, which is obviously today with all the different uh, you know apps that we have because i get uh, yeah i get pulled into loads of different escalations so yeah. you're, you're you're being pulled left and right and i yeah, think the true. thing there is again to keep focus because if if i'm not able to keep focus then mm. the team is not able to keep focus and at the end of the day we spent the whole day working but we have the feeling that we were not really productive or we yeah. didn't really we weren't there's able no feeling to of satisfaction really, when you leave yeah. the office for that day because we weren't able to really finish the task at hand because we were pulled 100 times out into different uh, things 
which also goes into multitasking in the end. So what, what helps me is I just put everything else on silent. If I know I have to do something and I just give myself that one hour to fully focus on that. So that, that's something that helps me. Um, energy drainers. Who else could be energy drainers? I think so, sleeping patterns. Yeah, that's a, good uh, that's a huge one. I'm, I've basically can do a, an on podcast series on that um, health sleeping problems I let's, had in the past. Let's, um, let's take that to hand. <laughs> so sleep. Um, well, more of sixty percent of professionals actually struggle to sleep. Um, eighty percent feel tired yeah. because of a kind of a sleep which is not uh, well, not not that refreshing. And um, sure, I've got some sleeping stats as well that I mine are mainly US, <laughs> but let me add them in. Um, so one in five US adults struggle to sleep, which is which is again it's insane. Um, and then it was really cool. So Harvard University did a study uh, last year, um, and they said the lack of sleep costs the US GDP two point three percent. So again, these are huge, huge numbers. Which um, is just is just sleep just sleep just yeah. sleep right but it's the most important i guess whatever ritual or whatever you do it's mm. it's the most important phase of of, of a day yeah, and to recover and recoup definitely also for the brain for sure um and it's one of these three basic you know things that we know everyone knows about it but are we really like paying attention are we really following up on them and this is diet what do we eat uh, moving our body and sleep, right? So it's, it's literally. I guess all of those things would have an impact on your sleep, right? So what you what you, what kind of diet you're eating, how much caffeine is your your intake, when you're eating what, okay. right? So is is all of these things, and I think it's important. Is is something very basic, and uh, as I mentioned, there we all know that. Question again is, what does it mean to us? Like, do we follow up on it? Do we really take care? Do we know? Are we aware of? When I eat X, Y, Z, how do I feel afterwards? Do I feel lethargic if I've eaten too many carbs? I think this is a good thing, right? Because there's a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, things going on from a social media perspective as well as awareness around, you know, fasting, making sure it's nutrient, uh, etc. But it's really interesting what you just said. So if you could just repeat that. So having a meal and seeing how you feel afterwards. And I think this is a mm. simple thing that we don't hear that often. Mm. Yeah, it's it's that in the end that obviously there are so many diet you know schemes out there. You can do you know from paleo diet to intermittent fasting, whatever, and they also keep changing um, from time to time. I think the most important bit again is to be aware of what is good for me, right? It again has to do with the connection with oneself. What we mentioned also in the first podcast is to be less outwardly focused on how I should be, how I should eat, how I should sleep, but more what do I feel is good to me. Like, um, do I, how do I feel after a heavy, carb-rich diet? And then you just see what your body needs. How do I feel if I eat more, you know, fruits? How do I feel if I eat more vegetables? Like, everyone needs to find their way in a way, you know, that it's sustainable in the end. Because we've just, so what I'm, what I'm hearing as well, and again, based on my own personal experiences, we've set up a routine and then sometimes mm. we haven't questioned whether that routine is exactly. the right routine for us or That's not. A good point, yeah. And I guess that was one of the things with, I would just wake up every day and just have breakfast. And then one day I realized I wasn't actually hungry or I, or I hadn't been hungry and Same I was here. just eating breakfast. So then I started to skip breakfast, which meant, you know, I was less lethargic in the morning 
and I was more focused. And then when I had lunch, I was having a lighter lunch and then I was making sure it wasn't just in front of my desk that even if mm. I was doing a, you know, a five minute walk, even if it was on the floor, mm. if I wasn't able to leave the office that day because I was too busy just to get some steps in or just to get some movement in, and then it started to change. Um, and even my coffee habits, I just realized that I started to drink coffee because there was a coffee machine at work. Mm. So it was easy to go in whenever you felt a little bit bored or a little bit stressed mm. or you needed a, you know, to move away from your, yeah. your, your screen. You go into the, the break room and you just press a button, grab a coffee and you just keep Same sipping, here. you just keep sipping caffeine. Same here. It would be the coffee break after the ward. Once you have done the rounds, I've visited all patients, everyone go for a coffee. And it took me months to realize that I actually don't even like the coffee. <laughs> so it was literally every time that coffee break would come up, I would try to find a reason to get out of it until I realized I don't like the coffee. So it was just like I just started drinking tea. So it's, it's these habits, which is an important... So this is a, so again, where... this is an easy one to implement, right? You don't need to do hours of any kind of you know introspection or anything like that very very simple once you've had a meal just scan your body just scan yourself your energy levels how are you feeling are you lethargic are you happy do you feel energized and then if you don't I guess start to look at that and start to make a change yeah. and just start to be more conscious about your eating and drinking because I think again we just do it out of habit and it, it has an impact it definitely has um, and um, the other thing also would be like movement to move the body to b build it in even if it's just 15 20 minutes if you can't do a whole workout and just you know get out of the bus or jump out of the tram uh, one or two stops early and just walk the rest it's just about that the, the biggest difference actually was the studies have shown is between doing nothing and between at least doing something right so it's just about starting it and i think once we start then we see it's it's fun and actually the body mm -hmm. you know reacts to it and also the body has a like a so-called circadian rhythm is a biorhythm so for example we feel at least energetic at around 3 30 p.m we feel most energetic around 10 20 a.m it has to do you know with the way the hormones are uh, are released etc but still there are inter-individual like uh, differences and it's important to connect to oneself to feel that what is just in a way discover yourself and just discover your reality what is good for you and whatnot so that you are able you know to keep your energies high and to be less fatigued and less tired and i think that's, a, that's a perfect segue for this as well because Again, we, we're coming up to 15 minutes, so it's time to hit the, the end button. So I think those are great segues. And I think we talked about sleeping patterns and tiredness. So I think the diet has an impact on that. And then what we'll do is as we do our, our next podcast, we can we can basically just focus on, on sleep and tiredness. And, um, or on productivity and how to keep the energy levels high. Let's okay, see. <laughs> let's see if we can fit it all in. Thank you, everyone. Take care. All the best. Have a good day. Bye-bye.